Well, I want to begin our time together, our time in prayer, not only in worship, because I think that may be one of the most important things I've done all day. <laughs> it's just to sing and to worship together uh, with you. And what I want us to do is we're actually going to break into groups, um, guys and girls together. So if you want to, uh, if that's okay, or <laughs> but for not the whole time, but just for this beginning. And we're going to talk to you a couple of questions. We're going give to give them to you before we go into groups. The first would be, uh, we're, and obviously we're talking about the Lord's Prayer. One of the questions to answer is what line hits you about the Lord's Prayer? We talked about this yesterday um, in, the, in the sermon, but what line hits you in the Lord's Prayer in this season of life, where you're at right now? And the second question would be, uh, do you feel like prayer is a strength or a weakness in your discipleship to Jesus? Is this an area you want to grow in or an area you feel like you have really grown in already? And then the third question is, does prayer feel hard for you? If so, why do you think that is? So I'll give you those as we prompt and get into groups, but let's just kind of split up right now and get into groups. And if you're at home, you split up, I guess, too. But, um, and we're going to go through these questions, and then we'll bring, I'll bring us back together in just a couple minutes. One, two, three, go.
Lord's Prayer. And so, yeah, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so what I want to walk you through, this is actually a kind of devotional word from Pastor John Mark Comer um, and his teaching on prayer. And I just want to read it. It, was, it. it stirred me, and I think it would be helpful for us as we prepare to actually go through the Lord's Prayer together. This is what he writes. He says, let's be honest. <laughs> for most of us, prayer is a weak point in our apprenticeship to Jesus. Most of us, if we're honest, don't really enjoy prayer. We feel bad, even guilty about how little we do pray. When we finally do make time to pray, we often don't, want, don't know what to say. Or, and this is John Gravett here, we're so distracted we can't focus. Yet for Jesus, prayer was central to life with God. Most people define prayer as simply talking with God. Prayer is this back-and-forth conversation that comes out of a depth of relationship. But at an even more basic level, prayer is a junk drawer word for all of our relationship to the Father. That's why prayer was such a huge part of Jesus' life. We read... This is Luke 5, uh, 16. He often withdrew into lonely pr- places and prayed. There's another passage in Mark, in the very beginning of Mark, that talks about he went away, went away to the solitary place and prayed. Uh, shameless plug for Danny Tanner's sermon next, this coming Sunday. And for Jesus, prayer wasn't a drag or a duty. He seems to genuinely enjoy his father's company. Uh, Tim, you mentioned just the fact that God can be a friend. I think that's exactly what Jesus got and understood. I think that's why the disciples asked Jesus, teach us to pray. Jesus' answer was the Lord's Prayer, which wasn't a liturgy to recite as much as it is a template to follow when you pray. And our practice of prayers have to start there. Uh, this week, what we'll be challenged to do at the end of this time is to set up a time and place to pray, uh, to center our mind and body and pray through this prayer. It's an easy prayer. It's funny, you can almost go through it like a minute, minute and a half, maybe two minutes if you're slow like me. <laughs> Uh, but the main point of the end, ending of this series in, in this Lord's Prayer is to get us into a rhythm of daily prayer. And so here's what I want us to do just for the next couple minutes we have, is I want to give you 30 seconds uh, to either turn off notifications or put a phone away or just whatever distraction you may have in the next little bit to do that. And I want you to get comfortable. So if you're not already comfortable, kind of get comfortable. Like sit back in your seat and don't fall asleep, hopefully. Uh, but get comfortable. And then I'm going to pray each line through the Lord's Prayer. I invite you to kind of pray it in your mind as well. And I'm going to give you kind of a thought under each one to reflect on. So this is something we'll do together, but also not together. There will be moments where we pray out loud together over the next couple minutes. Um, But let's begin. So Holy Spirit, in these moments together as we are here and we've gathered, um, whether we're at home or in this room, and, and our desires that you would teach us how to pray. And you would help us to grow in prayer because we know it leads to maturity and relationship with you. And so Jesus' invitation through our time of prayer, this beautiful prayer begins with our Father. So wherever you're at, I want you to take a moment and think about the idea of God as your Father with good intentions towards you. If you want, imagine God in your mind's eye. Picture his face. Make eye contact with him as a Father. The next phrase in this prayer is in heaven. So take a moment right where you are to think about the idea that God is all around you. 
not just in a church, not just in a bedroom or in a specific place, but all around you as you breathe in and out. Imagine yourself breathing in and out more of the Holy Spirit. next phrase Jesus teaches us to pray is hallowed be your name. So I want us to spend a few moments just sitting with your father in heaven in joyful, grateful worship in your heart to God. You may want to sit in silence for a few moments. Maybe there's a, a song that comes to mind that God's already bringing words or lines from. Uh, or maybe, maybe in your prayer time in the next few moments you want to actually say something specific to God in your heart. And uh, so let's just honor him in our in our hearts right now. Hallowed be your name. The next line Jesus invites us to pray is, Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And so this, for the next few minutes as we're gathered together, I want us to out loud just ask for God's will to be done in, us, in our city, in our church, in our community, in our life, workplace, and, and, and to pray boldly and specifically asking God, would your will be done in blank? It's a great place to start. So I'll start us out. God, we pray that your will would be done right here in center church as it is in heaven. We pray that in Jesus' name. Wherever you are, as we're gathered together, as God has brought maybe those things to mind, your will be done in blank. I invite you just to say those and pray those out loud wherever you are.
For this next section, uh, Jesus invites us to pray and teaches us to pray. Give us today, give us each day our daily bread. Um, and in this section, you may already be aware there may be a need that comes to mind or maybe something in your life or in someone you know. And just like we did for your, your will be done, let's pray out loud together wherever you are uh, for specific needs. And maybe in your life or in someone that you know, whether you work with them or go to school with them or uh, they're a part of our church. So let's lift up needs together that we're aware of as we pray, God, give us our daily bread. The next line that Jesus invited his disciples and invites us to pray is forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And so just for the next minute or so, um, let's just take time in, in the quietness of our own hearts to, and ask God for forgiveness in, in our specific areas of life and, and sin patterns we know we have and allowing God to help us to forgive maybe those who it's difficult to forgive right now.
last line Jesus invites us to pray in this prayer is, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And so what I want us to do in this next uh, minute or so that we have left is just to pray uh, specific areas, that, and they already probably come in your mind, specific areas in our, in our world, in our community, in our own families that we know that, that evil wants to take a foothold and we want to pray that Jesus would overcome and, and, be, and deliver us or, or the people in our lives or community uh, from evil. So let's pray those out loud together before we close. So, Father, we thank you that in these few moments that we have gotten to spend together, that your heart and your desire is that we would grow not just in prayer, because prayer really is a means to an end, but we would grow in relationship with you. And we would grow in our trust of you and run away from idols and evil and selfishness and independence from you uh, so that we could truly trust you and truly grow in a mature fruitful disciples of Jesus in this time, in this day that we're in. And uh, we thank you for teaching us to pray. And we pray, just like we've talked about, that you would even tonight and tomorrow morning stir us to just go back to this beautiful living water that you offer uh, that's so much better than the broken wells and cisterns we try to uphold. And so we take hold, Jesus, of your living water. We thank you for who you are and pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody.